Welcome to the Periods and Power Moves podcast with me, your host, Vianney Lee. This show is here to inspire, empower, and activate you to discover the power of your menstrual cycle and how to use your unlimited power to heal yourself on all levels of your mind, body, soul, and spirit. I know you're wondering, for what purpose? Well, I used to suffer from severe PMS and PMDD, and when I started to notice that my cycle was my superpower, everything changed. I'm a menstrual cycle alignment guide, master practitioner, and energy healer, standing fearlessly in my activated womb power, aiming to challenge and disrupt the status quo of menstruation and feminine energy. Join me weekly on this show where I'm talking about all things menstrual cycles, womb awakenings, energy healing, spirituality, human design, the subconscious mind, feminine leadership, success, sex, and spirituality. If you've been taught that productivity is how you're valued and considered worthy, if you've been disconnected from your body, intuition, and spirit, and you're ready to journey back to yourself, if you have energy draining cycle problems, feel dissatisfied with your life, business, and relationships, and want to trust your body, even if you have been able to in the past, this is your sign. You are the kind of soul that I serve with my full, open, and whole heart. I invite you to journey with me. Let's rise. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Periods and Power Moves podcast with me, Vianney Lee. I had the pleasure of doing a live podcast episode a couple of weeks ago on Instagram with the amazing Natalie Martin. And we dove into being a black leader in the menstrual cycle space and the importance of doing this work. Natalie is a menstrual cycle coach, a yoga teacher who has a passion for empowerment through embodiment, self-connection and development. Her yoga classes in particular focus on alignment with the menstrual cycle, how cool is that? And she's currently studying in the field of yoga to support fertility, which I'm super excited about as I'm how many weeks pregnant am I now? I am 17 weeks pregnant. So away from the menstrual cycle awareness space, Natalie is also a best-selling author who writes about love, life, and all the bits in between. I'm just obsessed with this. Her new novel will be released in November 2021, my due date. And in this episode, we're also discussing making the transition into aligning with your cycle, allowing yourself to rest, and the loneliness, the real hard truth about the loneliness of being a black leader in the menstrual cycle space. So what you're gonna learn in this episode in particular is the effects of becoming aware of your menstrual cycle, how to give yourself rest even when it isn't circumstantially available to you, how to use yoga as a tool for your menstrual cycle, how it feels to be a black leader in the menstrual cycle space. Raise your hand if this is you right now. Send me a DM at statusflow.co and reach out if you're a black leader in the menstrual cycle space. Would love to connect with you. And what learning about your menstrual cycle can really do for you. So I want you to enjoy this episode. Um, Also check out the show notes because I've linked all of the um, descriptions and the links to Nat's cyclical yoga membership um, in the show notes. So check that all out. And before we get started, what I always say at the end of the podcast episodes is if you've been enjoying the podcast, to reach out to me, send me a message, an email, a DM on Instagram at statusflow.co. And these have been coming in and I've been trying to find the time to actually do some of these shout outs. So 
First of all, I want to shout out Tori, who has sent me a message saying, I've been binging on your podcast the last couple of days and it's already been so transformational. I'm really, and it's getting me really pumped to work together next month. So Tori's now working with me as one of my private one-on-one clients. And yeah, you can get so much from listening to these podcasts. If you're new to understanding how to work with the power of your menstrual cycle, then this is where to start. And also you can get started with my free masterclass at the power of your menstrual cycle. All of the links to those details are in the show notes as well. And I will see you on the other side. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone oh my god i'm doing a live i've done a live in forever but today our live is a little bit different i'm doing a live periods and pounds podcast episode with natalie martin who is a menstrual cycle coach a menstrual cycle yoga teacher and an author and she is going to be joining us real soon so i'm going to wait a little while for people to come in come in and whilst that happens i'm gonna do my usual set the scene clear the space get some fresh energy going oh my goodness i feel like i haven't spoken to everyone in such a long time um so yeah let me just Drop that in there. And I'll wait for Natalie to join and for more people to come on board. <sighs> Where's my drink? Oh man. One sec, peeps. Oh, oh Natalie's here. Okay, amazing. Hope I've got enough battery for this as well. Hello. Hi. 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 <laughs> Can you hear me? Okay. Mhm. Okay, Loud amazing. Clear. Loud and clear. Nice Brilliant. So yeah, I've just done a quick little intro of you, but obviously I'm going to wait for some more people to come in. Some people are just joining now. So yeah. Mandy. Hello. Hi, Sophie, Jane, and just let a few more people come in and then we're going to get cracking. Yeah, nice. How are you doing? What is the weather like where you are? It's been glorious. Uh, Today, it's quite undecided. I think we're going to have a pretty big thunderstorm. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Today, and then it's going to just be stormy. It's really normal here to have um, like summer storms, hail and thunderstorms and lightning and stuff so but it's warm it's it's nice it's nice how is it back in london oh i miss it it is so nice (laughs) it's really nice and i'm like please can we have this weather for longer than a week because may was just a washout yeah it was the same here it was tragic it was tragic It's been Sorry. living life the sun the last few days, so yeah. Well, you look lovely. Do you know what it is? I, I, people's names are coming up, but I can't mm-hmm. see your face. <laughs> you can't see my face. I, well, I can see your face, but all the writings over it. Oh. And it's saying, "Hold on, we're telling more followers to join your video." And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine, but you, can we move this sign out of the way now?" Oh, that's um, 
That's rather interesting. Do you know what? I actually need to put my phone on Don't Disturb. I'm sorry. I hope it's not going to kick me out. Oh, it's still there. It's okay if it does. Amazing. Oh, yeah. So oh, let's just get cracking. Congratulations, by the way. Can Thank I please just send you. Congrats. Thank you, my love. It oh. has been a journey so far. <laughs> it's been a journey so far. I'll tell you that. Oh, wonderful. Um, oh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm 16 weeks now. So mm. I looked down today or yesterday and I was like, it's official. I can no longer see my vagina. <laughs> Say bye-bye to it I for didn't, a few months. <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen so quickly. I was like, what? I'm going to have to lift my leg up here to see and all of this. Devastated. <laughs> The things they don't tell you, I guess. The things they don't tell you. <laughs> At 16 weeks, you can say goodbye to your vagina. No. Um, <laughs> and we can say vagina a lot on this we podcast, can. obviously. Can this on. is the, the vibe. So let's get started because the audio, people who are going to come back and listen to this yeah. can obviously watch on IGTV. Mm-hmm. And people who um, listen to our podcast can come and listen to it when we release this as a podcast episode as well so it's going to be in all the places and on youtube as well so hello to those of you that just joined so for those of you that don't know me because i haven't been on instagram for a while i feel like i've just disappeared off the face of the earth but my name is viali i'm the founder of status flow collective and this is a live periods and power moves podcast episode with my special guest natalie martin mm. natalie please do the honors because mm. you can do this so much better than me but introduce yourself let us know where you are in the world mm. and just what you're all about and how you found yourself in the world of menstrual cycle awareness what led you to that path mm. yeah so my name's natalie but nat um i'm a menstrual cycle awareness coach yoga teacher and author um and um, right now I'm in Bavaria, in southern Germany. I'm on the border of Bavaria and Baden-Württemberg. I've lived here for about five years now. Um, so I'm a bit more German than I am English at this stage, it feels like, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and yeah, so my, my journey into this whole menstrual awareness sphere really started about four years ago, four and a half years ago, when I came off the pill. Been on the pill from 16 until 33. Felt pretty okay with it, apart from having some crazy menstrual migraines. Um, And just started to feel like, as I got into the yoga side of things a lot more, there was this kind of disparity between taking hormones and putting things into my body when I was being so careful about like, you know, like I was making my own body butter and like all that kind of stuff. And I kind of thought, well, hang on a minute, like what, what am I taking this pill for every day? And that was the first time I learned about the menstrual cycle, actually, through research that it was more than just the period. And then after that, obviously coming off the pill, your hormones are kind of like, (laughs) ping, 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 like what's happening? (laughs) And learning that there is a kind of pattern and there is a rhythm. And um, I really got into it because I was always bleeding with the full moon and I kept seeing posts on Instagram that said, you know, like bleeding with the new moon. And I was like, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Why am I doing it backwards? Like, what does that mean? (laughs) And that's when I first started to learn about um, 
menstrual cycle awareness and actually the inner seasons and the energies of the cycle. And then it's just been like falling down a, um, a really beautiful rabbit hole since then. And in terms of the yoga side of things, um, I've been teaching now for around about four years solidly. And I really started to get a lot of injuries all the time, recurring injuries in my hips, in my knees. Um, I'm very hypermobile anyway, but I was constantly practicing flow classes, teaching flow classes, teaching the same, regardless of where I was in my cycle, um, mm. you know, showing up for the power, <laughs> the power stuff while bleeding. Um, and really just the more that I've learned, the more I've realized that these two things, for me anyway, are very linked. I don't want to show up the same way <laughs> all the yeah. time. And it's been so empowering for me that it feels necessary for me to share with my students that actually, um, you know, you are not the same from week to week. You don't have to do the exact same practice all the time. Um, and since kind of coming around to this way of practicing, I, my injuries are really pretty much gone. Um, wow. I, haven't had, I haven't had any real issues with my, hip and back probably for almost about seven to eight months now it's made wow. a really big difference um just having that awareness around what's happening in my body and respecting it and not pushing boundaries and you know all these peripheral things that come with um menstruality mm, yeah yeah and the book stuff is just like i like i like romance novels i like love and i like to write about that so there's not <laughs> there's no link to the menstrual cycle stuff just yet there may be you just don't know you're, you're doing it for a reason so you know there may be a way to create a beautiful blend of yeah. and talents watch this space yeah absolutely <laughs> um what I'm really curious to know is what did you find difficult because when you kind of had that aha moment like you said you were using making your own body butters and you were like hold on a minute why am I being so kind of like um, aware with what I'm using on my body, but I'm not really thinking about what I'm consuming. Mm -hmm. When, what did you find difficult about making that transition into being super or hyper aware around your menstrual cycle and the effects that it could have? Mm, that's a good question. What did I find difficult? I think probably trying to do it all like perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm yeah. just that kind of person like I go really all into things and um, I think that's probably what was hardest because although you can like really go into such detail and depth and um, you know you, you can try to have this perfect cyclical experience it's just it changes all the time like it's like a constantly moving and shifting thing and so I think for yeah. me it was this kind of like but the book says that it should be like this or this blog post says that it should be like that and so in the beginning I found it quite frustrating to um to find myself like being a little bit on the outside of that and then it's just been through time through finding people on social media and and just from learning that actually like there is no such thing <laughs> as perfect it's just a case of finding like your perfect and then even then understanding that like your perfect might change <laughs> as time goes on so I think it's it's that's been the hardest thing is just really like walking the talk is 
that how you say it? Walking the yeah. walk. Walking the talk of like, it's okay. Just like see what's happening and, you know, kind of react with that. That was the hardest thing, I think. I think so many people are going to resonate with that because, you know, when you first hear about, oh, you can harness the power of your menstrual cycle and you're able mm -hmm. to move with the seasons, it obviously, this is the work that we do and we find it so fascinating and people who've never heard that before are like, okay, let me give this a go. This is such a fun experiment. But I think the way that we've been wired as a society is like so by the book that we try to micromanage the entire situation that it becomes frustrating that we can't get it perfect. And, oh, I'm in my summer. I should be feeling like mm -hmm. this. Or yeah. I'm in my winter. Um, I can't give myself time to rest. So kind of segueing into those seasons, as you're kind of doing the yoga flow, how do you kind of flow from <laughs> your inner autumn into your inner winter and allow yourself to give yourself that rest if if it's not always circumstantially available for you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I mean of course my like absolute gold standard would be to like okay I'm bleeding now goodbye <laughs> and just you know disappear from the world um for me it's a lot about mindset actually and just being mindful um i have quite quick i'm like a super quick person like ayurvedically i'm like total vata i'm like ping, 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 ping. and yeah so for me it's like okay damn it i've got my period tomorrow and i've got a really busy day and it's like ha, ah, it's not working how i thought or you know my period just arrives and it's like damn um then it's really about just like okay cultivate slowness in my body like can i walk a bit slower <laughs> Do I have to like run to make, <laughs> to make a cup of tea? Or can I just walk? Like, you know, I've still got that London vibe going on, even though I live in the countryside, like, but I still walk around like I'm yeah. in water station and I'm just like, <laughs> so it's like calm down. Um, and also, like, with my mental chatter as well, it's also like, okay, trying to just think a bit slower or speak a bit slower or speak with a little bit more of a gentle tone um and really just taking like rest where it's possible it, mm. you know if i've got half an hour between um between calls for example like i could oh, let me just quickly like you know try and sort out this canva graphic or something or i could be like okay i've got half an hour i'm just gonna sit for a bit and um just try to cultivate that feeling of of rest and winding down even if you can't physically do it because of circumstances or your environment um, yeah i think that's been pretty key and trying to tune into that feeling you know that feeling of the void where you feel like you're gonna bleed for me it's like i need to clean i need to organize i feel like i want to change furniture around like that's usually when I'm like, okay, my period's gonna arrive like in the next 12 hours. And so I can already maybe start to think about ways that I can um, support myself to transition. So many golden nuggets in there. Like, I just wanna just touch on the thing that you just said about my period's gonna arrive in about 12 hours. And people who, <laughs> for people who are not familiar with this line of work or this way of living, this lifestyle, it's like, whoa, like, how can you gauge that your period is about to arrive in 12 hours? Like, mm. my period is a surprise, you know what I mean? Some people are still living with 
Yeah. I didn't know I was coming on my period. Oh, here it is. So what would you say has been such a great benefit to you for knowing when your period is going to arrive and how you can kind of plan your life around it? Tracking. Like mm. number one, tracking. Because, I mean, I've also been using the fertility awareness method now for four years. So I know that once I've ovulated, like I've got at the moment anyway, my luteal phase is around about 11 days. So I know that I've got 11 days and then my period's gonna come. So I can kind of fine tune my diary. What's my diary looking like in 11 days? And also just this practice of doing a daily check-in and tuning into like your energy mm. is something that's been really key because I might forget that I'm on like day 11 of my luteal phase for whatever reason. But because I've been tracking for a while, I know that for me, I tend to get like one last push of energy <laughs> before my period's gonna come. And I know that because I've been tracking for so long and I, I, I can see that characteristic when I look back at my charts. Mm. Um, and it's that, it, you know, and it, it's also just something that's really, for me, it's something strange. So my, my luteal phase, my inner autumn is a really clear, productive time. I can get lots of things done but it's much more about like work and focus. So when I start to feel like, oh, I need to clean, that's like dirty and mm, wouldn't the sofa look better over there? It's this kind of like, it's a bit weird. <laughs> it's like, what, yeah. is, what is this? It's not quite fitting. Um, and for other people, it might be something different. Like, um, you know, some other people might just not be able to hear sounds anymore. I have very sensitive hearing. And if things get too loud or if my boyfriend's just like talking, 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 and I'm like, oh, I can't, like, it's just, that's also a sign. Um, so I think it's just tracking and charting your cycle. The more you check these things, the more you will um, recognize certain patterns and things that come up at certain times in your cycle. And then you can start to feel confident with, okay, this is what's happening right now. Yeah. I just love how you mentioned about things get too loud and I giggled because I've resonated with that because I didn't before I started working you know in this work I didn't realize how hypersensitive I am to sounds mm -hmm. and I just thought it was just me like I would always say oh the tv's too loud turn it down tv's too quiet turn it up tv's too loud turn... oh it's too hot it's too cold and like now I realize that it's obviously not right now because I don't have a cycle but when I was you know, in my cycle periods, I would be like, what is going on? Then mm. it's just so noisy. And I think those little things that people don't pay attention to can give you really amazing clues as to your patterns and your behaviors during some, so you can take better care of yourself, right? Absolutely. If you know that this is like a time where you just can't handle that stuff, then you can tell the people you live with and it doesn't feel like it's this like oh my god what's happening like why am I randomly feeling so sensitive like I can normally sit and chat with this person for hours on end and now I just can't hear the sound of their voice like why what does it mean and you know it's um yeah tracking is like the number one thing for me so there's so many things I want to talk to you about yeah. I want to touch on the yoga a little bit more mm -hmm. so for a complete novice beginner <laughs> who is interested in this lifestyle and they're already practicing yoga and they have no idea that their menstrual cycle can be such a huge part of 
opening up so many portals of you know physical and meta metaphysical metaphysical um kind of powers yeah. what would you say how how would you describe using your using yoga mm -hmm. as a tool for your menstrual cycle mm. talk me through your kind of process or like little tidbits mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so for me at least yoga is like one of the best embodiment tools that there is so it's you know every time you get on your mat it's different and it's a process of like uncovering what's going on so really if you if you're like a super hardcore ashtangi and you want to do the same thing every day week in week out that's fine um but it's about embodying where you are at that moment and having compassion with how you show up to your mat and the how you show up to your mat will be different because we're just not the same people every day but also because the hormones in your body are changing how your body reacts to exercise so there are certain times in your cycle where um, your muscles will repair quicker for example there are other times in your cycle where um, you'll be able to hold on to muscle mass more there are other times in your cycle where you'll be more flexible and so this is why for me um, I like to try and practice and teach the teaching is it's I'm finding it tricky how to really like get this into the real world online it's great but um you know like I try to practice as a student according to where I'm at in my cycle because it's also about energy like mm. do I have the energy to do a really flowy class where you're building up a sweat when I'm having my period no and even if I would like do I want to do that actually what what's good for me actually that's slowing down that's like restorative yoga, for example. Do I want to do restorative yoga when I'm in the middle of my cycle? Actually, that's a bad example because sometimes that my ovulation is really, <laughs> it's really rough. But for yeah. a lot of people, and it's like for me, this cycle right now, I've had so much energy. It's hard to sit and meditate. It's hard to sit in restorative because I just, I've got so much energy going on. So my ethos is number one, just regardless whether you have a menstrual cycle or not, when you go to a class, when you open your laptop, when you walk into a studio and you get on your mat, listen to what your body is telling you. As a teacher, it's interesting to me to see that people will do exactly what you tell them in a yoga class. If you tell them to raise their hand, they raise their hand, touch their nose, they touch their nose. Like, so I understand that I have a lot of responsibility on my shoulders in terms of making sure that I'm offering um, things that are helpful. But at the end of the day, as a student, it's your responsibility to mm. look after your body and to mind your energy. So if you're having a period and your teacher is like, you know, it's chair pose after chair pose after chair pose and it's like, oh God, then, you know, it's your responsibility to slow down a bit and to be okay with that. So watching mm -hmm. energy is really, really key. And I just work on the basis of the times where you have low energy in your cycle, you do something that requires a little bit less effort um, or you know something that is less dynamic. Um, and the times when you have high energy in your cycle, you feel free to go ahead and do the like, you know, the power yoga or the 
um, the headstand workshops or whatever it might be. Um, and for me, I actually, since I've started practicing like this, I can't go back. It's not yeah. possible. It's like once you see, you cannot unsee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and I get that it's tough because this is a really, I mean, menstrual cycle awareness is gathering momentum now, but mm. um, it's still a small kind of corner of, of the world to be in. And so bringing that in line with yoga, it's like even smaller. Um, mm. So it's normal to walk into a studio and see that a class has the same, it's the same class every week. And I think because of the way that the yoga world is set up right now, it's that's what students expect. They come to a class, they enjoy it, and they want to keep coming back for more. Mm. Um, but I think just opening up to the possibility that actually, maybe it's nice to go to a class where you don't know what you're going to get every week. Yeah. Where you have the option to do something a little bit different. Um, yeah, it's been liberating. And as I said, for me, like injury wise, it's just been a game changer. So. Yeah. I think it's really powerful what you said about as the te as the teacher you have so you you're aware you have so much kind of influence um you know rightly so they're there to be taught right but for them to really step back into that self authority when they enter the studio when they put themselves on the mat yeah. to tune in and listen even though there's someone in there directing you and and guiding you you are your director you are your guide right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i think that's gonna you know someone who's listening to this who is so used to going to classes um and just thinking oh i just should just push through why can't i do it she's doing it and that person's doing it and that yeah. person's doing it i was better at this last week why am I not yes. great at it now um <laughs> just to really tune in and be gentle with yourself and listen to your energy because that is the first step to awareness isn't it absolutely absolutely and I, like don't get me wrong I'm not saying don't push yourself like you know there will be classes where you're like almost feeling a bit nauseous because it's like whew, this is like hard you know like yeah. and, and that there's that's where the growth comes from with anything but also mm. in yoga like it's finding that edge and and seeing how you meet it and whether you can maybe push it a little bit yeah. um, so of course feel challenged in your practice but if it's that you know you really just don't have the energy you have a headache you feel bloated you know and, and you know that like last week you felt amazing and this week you just don't have it um understanding that there's no shame in you know maybe just staying in a down dog instead of doing a flow in the middle of yeah. the class and just pausing and breathing for a little bit um because mm -hmm. in the end like this is what yoga is about it's about meeting yourself and uncovering all these layers of what society puts on us and when you go into a yoga room and everyone's like bendy and you know this one's doing that this one's doing that it's so easy to fall into this thing of trying to keep up but when you listen to your body and you, you know, you say, actually, I need to be here and breathe for a few more breaths, regardless of what's going on. Like that's you practicing yoga. That's what it's about. It's mm. so it's um, yeah. And that you can use your menstrual cycle as a guide. It's just like, um, I think they're winning <laughs> combination. Like I'm waiting for this to just go <laughs> stratospheric. Like it just, for me, it's like, it's just, it makes so much sense mm -hmm. and how you started off by saying yoga is the best tool for embodiment that social metro cycle how you just described um yoga is you know peeling back layers of yourself 
that's what your menstrual cycle does as well it's like right. they go hand in hand they're perfect so i'm gonna go off piece for a bit but i just want to quickly touch yeah. on this I want, i'm really interested to know what your human design is mm. mm -hmm. i'm a projector i knew it I'm a projector. Have, have we had this conversation? We have, yeah, that's how oh. we connected, actually. I, I mean, I've been following it for a while, but that's how we connected. Because I heard because your... when you were talking, I was like, she's a projector. A projector. Yeah, that, exactly. I'm a projector um, with splenic authority. And okay. I believe I'm a 3-5. Okay, amazing. Mm. Yeah, because you, you, you're taking these two things and you're merging them together, like you're seeing those patterns. And I just... Oh, sorry, I just got like a little twinge in my... Oh. <laughs> in your baby belly. I'm getting these like weird pains today. Um, oh. Shahana's done love hearts. I know why you have done love hearts, Shahana, because I know you're a splenic projector as oh, well. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited when I meet another projector. I know, I'm like, ah, it's my crew. Um, so I want, to talk a, I want to talk a little bit about... Um, for me personally, when I first started doing yoga, I was very self-conscious to go to a class mm -hmm. because I'd be the only black person there. Mm -hmm. So I started to do a lot of classes at home, which a lot of people have obviously done now because of COVID. But prior to that, I was very self-conscious to go to a class because I was trying to push myself and put myself in these positions and then come home injured mm -hmm. because I wasn't listening. I was trying to keep up. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing, like the, the yoga space feeling really whitewashed. I want to talk about us being in this menstrual cycle space, <laughs> being black women. Yeah. And what your experience has been and how you feel, or what's up, not how you feel, but like what's important to you mm. about being a black woman in this space and the work that you're doing? Well... <laughs> Um, it feels lonely. It feels lonely. It, it's, I, I'm really someone who, I've never, I mean, I grew up in like, in South Central London, right? Like Old Kent Road. So, okay. um, and I'm just used to diversity. My family is like super diverse, like all kinds of races and ethnic, ethnic backgrounds and stuff. But for some reason, when I walk into, as you say, into a yoga studio or whatever, um, it definitely, you, you notice that you are <laughs> the only one with melanin in the room. And yeah. in this menstrual cycle awareness world, it's even more so. Um, I've noticed this last year, being in lockdown, going into so many um, you know, online workshops and, and things like that, that very rarely there's a black person in there or a person of color at all um and so there is always this feeling of of okay it's just me again but also like why like mm. why because we are all having this human experience right um i follow i've been following um angie her handle is afro yoga for a long time and I really love the work that she does. Um, but it's also very Americanized. In the UK space, I feel like there just isn't that much of a presence out there. And I always feel really like lit up when I see it. Like if I go into a yoga studio and the yoga teacher's black, I'm like, ooh, there's something different. <laughs> like that's so rare. Yeah. 
Um, and so when I came across you, I was like, holy cow, like human design number one and menstrual cycle awareness number two, um, because there, there's really not that many of us out there. I think like, I'm trying to think if I can really think of another, um, another person of color who is doing this that springs to mind who I've been following, who I know, um, and I really don't. And so for me, like getting into this feels like such a privilege because um, I, I don't know like how widespread this knowledge is. I feel like if I'm being really honest that so many people of color are just kind of surviving. And you know, like if you look at this Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like so many of us are just on the bottom that like getting to the stage where you can care about and have the luxury of the time and the money to educate yourself about your cycle or whatever else, um, it's just a very rare thing. Um, mm. In the second round of this, uh, so I got the I got my coaching education because I applied for the scholarship, the BIPOC scholarship with Claire Baker. Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, and I was, if I'm correct, which I'm thinking through, I was the only person of color on that course. Um, mm. I'm a cycle, I'm a mentor for this second round and it's been lovely to see like, and, and it's still like in the call, it's like white faces, white faces, ooh, like oh, there's one, ooh, yeah. there's another one. And it's this kind of like, okay, good, because we need this work as well. We need it, I don't like to, you know, tally up, but actually when you look at statistics of, of pelvic health, of childbirth death rates and so on, like people of color, like really, they really need this work. Mm -hmm. So it, it feels empowering to be in it, but it feels lonely. Mm. Oh, I feel, <laughs> I feel every word that you say and just to kind of tag onto what you just finished off saying about how people of color really need this work when you look at the statistics you know we're three times more likely to get fibroids or kind of um when you go into a hospital we're kind of brushed over in terms of like pain levels they feel that we're a lot stronger mm -hmm and yeah it's it's like we're sometimes i feel like i'm beating a, a dead horse with trying to get this message out to people of mm -hmm. color but i think the more we show up mm -hmm. right and the more people see people like us so cause it's just like when i saw you because i saw you through claire claire baker as well mm -hmm when she was doing one of your yoga classes and I was like, oh my God, this is a yoga and menstrual cycles. And that's like following you, but then like just lost in the kind of mix yeah. and then we came back together. And it's like, there are probably a handful of people I can probably count on one hand yeah. who are people of color that are doing this work that I, that I follow and I'm aware of. Mm. And I connect really deeply with, I'm not sure if you heard of her, but her name's Crystal Curtin. No. Um, she used to be called Natural Fit Foodie on Instagram, but now she's Crystal Curtin and she's a menstrual cycle coach. She also does the fertility um, awareness method. Mm. And she's in Spain, okay. <laughs> but she's Caribbean. And it's like, you know, for me, I have a relationship with her where I feel like she's family. Mm -hmm. Simply because there's another face that looks similar doing this line of work. And I think it's so important because I feel like that might be a reason as to, you know, what would be possible if more 
people of colour saw more people of colour doing this work? Loads. Loads. It's, it's expanding when you see that someone else can do it. Like, you know, there's, uh, you can look at footballers and music stars and stuff like they're there, like, okay, that's great. But actually, like, when you consider what this work is about, it's about knowing yourself, it's about empowering it, like all the stuff that comes with it, it's yes, just, you know, getting to grips with your menstrual cycle, but the things that come with it, the, the confidence, the self-worth, the, you know, recognizing that you are a sovereign being, all of these things that lift you up. Um, and I think it, it helps when you know that this other person is aware of the subtle things in your cultural background that will make a difference as to how you experience life and your cycle. Mm. Um, one of the things that's been coming up for me recently is like bras. Like I was posting about this and I was like, oh, I don't want to wear a bra, I don't like it. But I'm very aware of my nipples. And I live like in a village with like a thousand, it's not a village if it's got a thousand people, but it's got a thousand people and like blackness is like not, that it's just not that much of a thing yeah um and i i was thinking like what is it that's worrying me about you know not wearing a bra and i, I i'm really noticing at certain points in my cycle i don't want to mm, and it's yeah. you know this and i'm trying to explain this to to my partner and and you know he's very and then he's like well you should just like not wear a bra and it's like but you don't understand like this feeling of being a black woman in a in a very non-black environment walking around with my nipples hanging out like it's a very you know like it's and it's something whereas when i was speaking with um one of my followers on instagram and i mentioned this feeling of like actually is it also the, the feeling of attention on me as a black woman she was like i can 100 percent understand where you're coming from like these yeah. things that we're working with, it's intimate, like your, it's mm. your womb space. That's some serious, like, whew, there's some serious stuff going on there. And it helps if you know that the person you're speaking to or learning from or whatever can understand. It's not just your menstrual cycle. It's the support you have around you. It's how you interpret yourself, how you how you show up in the world, how much you feel like you can be yourself. Like there's so yeah. much rooted in it. It's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just thinking back to, first of all, let's just talk about the bra situation. <laughs> Honey, I don't wear bras. Like I haven't been wearing, I've only started wearing a bra because I'm pregnant and my boobs are getting bigger and they're sore. But I I know what you mean. Certain points of your cycle, you're like, I don't I just threw all my bras away. Just stash them. <laughs> just get rid of them and free the nipple, okay? Please. <laughs> um, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, man. The nipples took over. <laughs> oh, the nipples took over. The nipples took over. And this is what happens now. My brain is now like, <laughs> it just goes. <sighs> the pregnancy brain. It's already started. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I said, okay, let me go back to the question I was going to ask you anyway. So mm -hmm. that might come back to me. Uh, what I wanted to know was, what has been one of the biggest things that you've learned about yourself through this menstrual cycle journey? Mm -hmm. There's many things. Oh, I know there's there is. There's so many. I'm trying to think of the biggest. It's always an unravelling. Mm. 
Hmm. What is the biggest thing? I feel like there's so many and when there's so many, you can't choose one. Well, what's one thing? I think thing? the biggest thing that I've realized is that I'm not actually as broken as I thought I was. <laughs> I love that. I thought that I was broken for a really long time because like one of the things I've also been speaking a lot about is libido and you know this feeling of first of all it was like well I've lost my libido while being on the pill and has it has it come back and then realizing well hang on a minute like I went on the pill when I was 16 like I have no idea what my libido even is um, <laughs> and so not being able to like feel into this pattern that you know books tell you that you should have um, so that was one thing. Um, also just this like, you know, kind of inconsistency of how I show up, what I have tolerance for. So when you think that you're supposed to be operating the same way every day, turning up to things the same way, being super consistent with anything, and you're not, then at least in my case, I just kind of was always, and I'm so into self-development. So for me, it was like, I'm trying to develop myself to be my optimum self um, and learning about menstrual cycle awareness and my human design, because that like changed a lot as well. It yeah. was like, hmm, I'm a projector. I need to rest more which I know anyway like I've turned into the world's best rester but I'm like I need to rest and I want to be with people all the time and then also learning that because I'm a cyclical being I also need to rest and I don't want to be with people all the time like things like this just made me think ah oh, okay maybe I don't need to change myself as much as I thought I did <laughs> that's been huge. right that I think that's the beauty of um human design and working with your menstrual mm. cycle because you get into your own rhythm and then you recognize that you have your own design and you're actually not meant to be like everyone else or do things like everyone else and it's just so like it's just like such a weight off your shoulders when i found that i was a projector i was like oh, i'm so happy it makes <laughs> so much sense absolutely Becoming the world's biggest wrestler literally was like, that was me in 2020. I was like, oh my God, this is actual life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was kind of grateful for, you know, lockdowns because I was like, now I can yeah. really practice my design. <laughs> Absolutely. Same. Like yeah. it's been really, I mean, I'm like last year, the lead up to lockdown was just a very busy period and constantly turning things down with friends because I'm busy, I have to work, I'm busy, I have to work. And now it's, um, the last few days have been really sunny. And normally I would work inside because that's just what you do. And I was like, damn, it's sunny outside. Like I'm putting the sun lounger out, I'm sitting down. I took my bra off, was sunbathing, love this for a while. And then it's like, okay, now I've got my laptop here and I'm working, but I'm doing it in a way that feels like rest. And like, that's such a mindset shift. Mm. Um, and yeah. knowing that if I don't do that, I'm gonna burn my energy out because I don't have like an endless supply of it has been it's been huge actually so yeah yeah that's my biggest I love that thing so far projectors unite mm -hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how everyone can kind of work with you what do you have going on what have you got coming up mm -hmm. do you know what I, I just want to say because whenever I get interviewed on a podcast or whatever one thing that I always like to round off with saying is that I can't do this work alone. 
Like I'm not the Pied Piper of menstrual cycle awareness trying to get everyone to like <laughs> menstrual revolution. I can't do this alone. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, there is someone else out there that, you know, we're similar. We're similar. Mm-hmm. We're from we're both from the UK. We're both mm-hmm. black women. We're similar in age. And I just would love for people to get to know you as well and Mm -hmm. find out how they can possibly work with you and all the amazing things that you're doing. So share away. Oh, that's lovely. I love that. Not the Pied Piper. I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt. I'm not the Pied Piper. Um, So the best way to be in contact with me is pretty much here on Instagram. I'm pretty active. Um, In terms of what I've got going on right now, I've just just opened and started my um, three-month coaching container. So... I'm literally taking calls through to Sunday um, and then diaries close until September. Another way of, of, of preserving my energy, my projector energy. So people who are interested in one-on-one coaching can look into that. Um, I've got my online yoga membership, which is cyclical yoga, um, which you can also find by the link in my bio. And I'm currently right now put in the nuts and bolts on a course for people who really struggle with their periods, um, with heavy bleeds, cramps, and just kind of really hating um, the menstrual phase. There's a lot of magic in there. So that is going to be coming soon. <laughs> I did. I'm not putting the date on it just yet, but it's coming in the next, in the next few weeks. <laughs> amazing and people are going to rush and sign up and work with you because this work is life-changing it is it really really is is. it really is well thank you so much for sharing this space with me you know i realized i never even asked you what day of your cycle you were on because i i'm just (laughs) i'm untethered at the moment (laughs) i don't have a cycle and i'm like i feel like i go through every single season in one day oh Wow. So that's a lot. That's um, so yeah, where are you in your cycle right now? I'm on day 17. Oh, nice. And I think I actually just ovulated yesterday. Um, so it's a slightly longer cycle for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, day 17 and feeling... I really appreciate when my ovulatory phase is smooth <laughs> and not, you know, just like something to kind of like pull myself through so yeah I'm really enjoying this this these summer vibes right now and dare I ask do you have a favorite season Mm um I'm definitely a luteal phase person if I had to choose I think I would choose my menstrual phase because it's Mm -hmm. like I mean, sometimes I'm still getting these migraines and, you know, that's usually a sign that I need to take a bit more care. But menstruation for me is like, I give myself so much temple time. It's like downtime, baths, reading, sleeping. Like it's a, it's, it's like a little mini holiday. Yeah. So that's, that's my favorite phase. Yeah. I love it. Mm. I love it. (laughs) It feels nice to be back in like, um because i haven't been on instagram for a while and i haven't been sharing for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. but it feels really nice to be talking about you know menstrual cycles and that kind of connection because i just kind of haven't had you know wow. that kind of holding yeah. so it's interesting there's a definitely a transition but thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me we can mm-hmm. chat about so many other things absolutely um <laughs> 
but we're gonna stay in touch and if yeah. anyone's got any questions for now i'm gonna put her handle in the caption when i save this on instagram yeah and for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to the beginning it's also going to be shared as a podcast episode coming out not this week next week so listen out for that oh thank, thank you. you so much matt really thank appreciate you, you being here I'm just quickly going to interrupt this episode just to remind you that if you want to go really deep with menstrual cycle alignment, understanding the power of your menstrual cycle, then I actually have a free masterclass for you. It's called The Power of Your Menstrual Cycle, Five Ways to Replace Creativity with Productivity and Peace by myself and you can watch this masterclass live on demand anytime you want instantly by going to the link in my show notes. I created this because I have really embodied the meaning of alignment and cyclical energy management by choosing to prioritize having a period powerful lifestyle. Menstrual cycle alignment has helped me really live my best life and now I really want to help you to live yours. So like I said, you can watch the free masterclass instantly by going to the link in the show notes. And in this free training, what you're going to learn is why you need to stop dreading your period for good and what will happen when you do. The simple model for creating symptom-free cycles that gives you pain-free, peaceful and productive periods. How to revolutionize your cycle for creativity and success, even if you don't have regular periods. I'm taking you through the critical steps you need to take to replace pain for peace so that you can save on energy and avoid burnout and the number one mindset shift that will blow your mind and get you living more intentionally with the power of your cycle. So it's finally time for you to unlock the power of your menstrual cycle because once you do you'll be able to replace pain with creativity, productivity and peace. Watch the masterclass right now heading to the link in the show notes and let's get back to this episode oh my god i am so freaking lit up about this right now because i have a free masterclass for you and you can watch on demand right now go to the link in my show notes watch my free masterclass and it's called the power of your menstrual cycle it's a jammed packed free training that will take you from pain to peace and then onto a journey of unleashing your true creativity and aligned and sustainable productivity that works for you your unique design your unique flow and rhythm is laced with so much magic and i am so excited to share this with you watch it instantly now and tell a friend to tell a friend and I'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Periods and Power Moves podcast with me, Vianney Lee. I enjoy creating these shows for you so, so much. And as a token of my appreciation, I would love to give you a personal shout out. So if you've enjoyed this episode, then come over to Instagram and give me a follow at statusflow.co is my handle. Drop me a DM. Let me know what you thought about this week's episode or the episodes in general. And I would love to give you a personal shout out on the show. So that's at statusflow.co on Instagram and I'll see you next week.